Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. Six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's the bottom of whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey, welcome to ENN. On TV. Ray Rowe. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. Socks. Like, like Socks. 300, 300 bucks. bucks. Okay, I'll, okay play I'll play along. You heard over there? I forgot you were here. <laughs> Was that? Good evening to Michael. What? Like, Socks. <laughs> 300 bucks. Okay, I'll play along. All right, good evening to Michael <clears throat> again. Come on, nah, bruh. Doing too much. Good evening to Don. I get per diem, and it's my birthday. <laughs> And good evening to myself. <laughs> Don did. And to myself hey. yet again. God, you've got no stroke in really? that house. Unbelievable. You've got no hand. <laughs> I mean, maybe he has some this week, Don. Oh, yeah, plenty. You're still celebrating finishing first? I don't. I don't. I Talk deserve, about swinging uh, and hanging don't on I, the rim. I, I, can you imagine? I, I always feel like You're I celebrating under, finishing, damn, which is something <laughs> Michael's going to be celebrating later. Um, okay, you know what? This is not Rick and Dave. If you want this sort of potty humor, you got to tune in in the morning. Okay, let's pull it together, Donald. I know. Come on. You're in Vancouver, but let's pull it together. I'm still number one. Thank you. All right. Um, the Cardinals. Wait, baseball or the Phoenix Cardinals? Um, Arizona. What the F? I believe it would be the Arizona Cardinals. Gotcha. They're going to go with yeah, jo- Jonathan Gannon. Um, the Eagles DC for the last two seasons. He will now be heading to Arizona. Interesting, <laughs> you just talked about it yesterday. When Michael was talking about it, it's not a foregone conclusion. The Eagles are just back in the Super Bowl next year. They that's lost a, both of their coordinates. That's a, that's a big... But Big boy, thing. is that a testament to Sirianni, though? To put together a coaching staff where, boom, you get to the Super Bowl, you lose both the offensive and the defensive coordinator. Well, I mean, both sides of the ball, they were so impressive I, all season. Well, it's good news for the Giants because uh, all, I don't understand the Cardinals thinking. Anybody that you hire for that Cardinals job has to, they have to, they have to straighten out. Uh, Kyler Murray, Don, and the the two finalists for that job were two defensive coordinators. I don't get I what know. they're doing. I, I, I don't get it either. And as far as the assistants are concerned, you know, Wink Martindale and Winky and, Wink and Kafka both interviewed and were finalists for jobs. So I think it's just when you win a championship, you're going to lose one, maybe two, possibly three coordinators, depending on what your what your special teams coach does. It just happens. 
I mean, the Giants had a, you know, a nice season, a playoff season, and they almost lost two coordinators. So kind of just comes with the territory, right? You're going to lose them eventually. And the aforementioned Eagles offensive coordinator that you just mentioned, Michael, is heading to Indianapolis. Yeah. I'm surprised that I really thought the whole thing was a ruse that Jeff Saturday was going to get it. You thought it was a ruse? All oh, he was going to get it the whole time. He was going to end up getting it because Ursay loves him. I mean, you the guy gave up a, a promising media career to take that job, and now he's out. Well, he didn't. Oh, I'm, he sure he, I'm sure he'll be right back. Maybe. He'll jump right back in. They yeah. all do. Speaking of which, did you guys hear the other day, we didn't really mention it, that uh, Rex Ryan supposedly in the mix for a... Yeah. yeah. How about that? Where was the job How about again? that? Uh, with, Denver. Um, with Denver. Denver with Sean Payton. Yeah. And remember when he when he left the Buffalo job, he said, that's it, I'm never going back on the sideline. But, that's my last job. By the way, I don't know if you guys heard this. Do you know that they're they're so concerned about the Russell Wilson thing? They're actually considering bringing Peyton Manning back in to play quarterback again this season. I think you're lying. No, he was so good as last year in the league. They said, maybe we want more along, of that. Maybe he'll bring along Adam Gase. Ooh. Now imagine, picture this. Riddle me this. How would this look next year for Sean Payton? Starting quarterback Peyton Manning. Wait for it. Backup quarterback Timothy Tebow. Oh, boy. By the way, when you put together, Don, Don, roll with me on this. I'm rolling. When you put together the last season of Peyton, what he looked like as a quarterback, with all due respect, Tim Tebow and Russell Wilson this past season, it's three of the most special quarterbacking seasons I've ever seen, honestly. Well, I mean, Peyton won, though. I know, but it yeah, was brutal. It was brutal. I, I've it never. Was, it wasn't. It was brutal in comparison to to prime Peyton. I gotta look. No, it was brutal. It was not. Listen, it was brutal. He Even compared throw. to brutal, he couldn't right. throw. He could not throw. That's, that's the problem. And that's so, like, kind of a prerequisite wait, for a quarterback. Wait, hold on. Yeah, how did that hurt my argument? Oh, Michael's like, it just, no, but you uh, like if somebody falls off the cliff that they can't play anymore. Not that happen. Okay. But but because he had an injury. Well, either way, that year, let me do the math here. Okay. Not as bad as you're saying. 2015. He had nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions. That's Not horrid. By all yeah, standards. I, Even if his name was Tim Tebow, that would be a horrible year. Couldn't throw. It's uh, hard to play quarterback when you can't it's, throw. It is very hard. So what happened to the 49ers in the championship game? Yeah. You need someone who can push the ball down the field at least five or ten yards. I like that as a as a unit. You get you get Russell, maybe keep Russell at starter, back him up with Peyton, then bring in. I, I actually hope that that Rex takes that job because I think he does love football. Yeah, and, well, and he'd be good because uh, Sean Payton had his brother in New Orleans for two years. Mm-hmm. And I think he fired him. But you know what? You know what would tick me off? Go ahead. I, I, some internecine network I, stuff. I, I love internecine. So who breaks that story? Jay Glazer on Fox. Sure, the Glaze man. Rex gets paid by us. Why wouldn't he have told our people? So Sean Payton, who works for Fox, for some reason was still working for Fox during the Super Bowl, and he was the Denver Broncos coach. He obviously told Jay Glazer, by the way, I spoke to Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan kept his mouth shut, didn't tell Adam Schefter, and Fox scooped ESPN on it. That's not I'm just looking. I'm just That's I'm a... looking at the list of Bronco quarterbacks over the last decade or so. Kyle Orton, Tim oh, yeah. Tebow. What about the, uh, Chris Sims? Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. Don't forget. Trevor Simeon. Oh, my God. Paxton Lynch. Oh. Case Keenum. Oh. Joe Flacco. Drew Locke. Teddy Bridgewater. And then Russell Wilson. 
Bridgewater might be the best. I was going to say, don't include Bridgewater. He's Montana in that group. <laughs> well, I was just saying. You know, <laughs> that is, that is horrifying. That is that's, why, that's why they keep going through coaches. It is real. That's exactly right, Michael. Try coaching without a quarterback. Good luck. Robert Sala tried. He didn't do it. Biggest, biggest takeaway from the show for me today. What? John did. Tim Legler being good with Sam Howell being the way the commanders move forward. That's big news. Tim brought it. Tim, Tim Tim's a good so guest good. today, yeah. Tim's very, very good yeah. at what he does. We haven't had him on for a while. Hell of a basketball player as well. Not too bad. Let's um let's speak, do it. Let's talk about basketball here. Bing um, bong. Here's Jacques Vaughn after the loss last night talking mm. about finding minutes for Ben Simmons. What we want from each guy is to give everything, every ounce that they have every single game. All 16 guys are in that bucket. And uh, trying to figure out what lineup fits around Ben, what position fits for Ben, uh, how we can make him look good at every opportunity. That's the goal. I'm still trying to figure that out. That's on me to figure it out. Overall, as a team, we're going to try different lineups to try to figure this thing out. This poor guy takes over a team with KD and Kyrie. And that, I mean, really, he, he should. Next time he sees him, he should kick him in the head. Now he's got flotsam and jetsam. Got better but than that. Gonna... He does. And what about Gnoin and Fisteris? They all there? Here he is talking about Jabroni uh, Pumpleduck. Why it's uh, why why playing Simmons right now is tough. It's going to be uh, some work that we have to do because you just take a look at what the lineups could potentially look like. You put another big next to Ben, then you got to figure out what the spacing is around him. Then if you put a playmaker next to him, then you got to figure out what Ben looks like without the basketball. Then if you go small without with Ben, then you got to figure out can you rebound enough with him. All right, so the challenges are ahead of us. We'll look them head on. We'll figure it out. We have the personnel to figure it out. Whether it is me mixing and matching throughout different pieces of the game and allowing him to have a group and run with a group, that part we'll figure out. But you see the challenges that lie ahead. I'm just saying it right now. If it doesn't work out for Jacques Vaughn in Brooklyn, he will get a great job somewhere else or he will do a great job on hey, television. Uh, I got to shave that ugly beard. Uh, well, you, you are really big on people getting rid of the beard. Uh, it's It's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It looks good. It doesn't look good. Well, you... Lovey Smith's beard didn't look good. This doesn't look, look good. Fantastic. Chris Stapleton's beard looked ridiculous for the Super Bowl, but that's his act. But my hey. my point is this about Simmons. Here's what here's what bothers me about Ben Simmons. His problems in Philadelphia couldn't shoot, couldn't shoot free throws, did everything else well, passes the ball well, sees the floor well, plays good defense. He never has worked on the things that he needs to work on. And I've heard from people that he has people that surround him that don't tell him the truth. You mean yes, man? Well, none of them work for the, my network, but they they tell him what he wants to hear. He my needs network. really, really honest truths. Where listen, you've got to become a better shooter. This guy is uh, a, a, a former first pick, and he can't shoot the basketball. Can't shoot. How you? How do you expect Jock Vaughn to play him? How? I don't know. I don't know. I will He's say averaging this, so you, seven points a game, Don. Seven. Uh, no, it's 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 embarrassing. It really is. But I'll tell you this, and Michael is going to completely disagree with this, Peter. Mm-hmm. I think Jacques Vaughn is happy. I think he'd rather have this than what what just walked out the door. No, he gets I, I the agree coach with you, but the from a coach, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. The, but the pressure's off, but he gets to really coach up a team that will listen to him. He could be proud of the results. The other way, yeah, he could have won a championship. He would get zero credit for. And at any moment, the players could decide, we don't want you anymore. I, I think if you love coaching, this is a much better situation 
than when you had the big the big two. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Um, let's hear from Aaron Rodgers, if you haven't heard it yet. He apparently has know. not gone on his darkness retreat yet. This is from the Pat McAfee Show. Listen, I'm not in my darkness retreat yet. What? Oh, and yesterday. What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months, and it was always the same date, always the end of this week. Oh. So... Oh. Anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. So let me just reiterate one more time. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, to Adam Schefter, or to any of those people. So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle. Damn. That was a hanging on somebody there. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff, or if they're just making it up, which is also, those are both likely, to stop with the fake news. I speak for myself. I will continue to do that. Uh, first of all, a couple of news items there. Okay. I guess I guess for all Pat McAfee has done for Rodgers and vice versa, Pat McAfee's not in his inner circle? No. Sound like Pat no, McAfee. No. He doesn't go on Pat McAfee for Pat. He goes on because of A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk, Hawk yeah. yeah. That's the inner circle. Well, so A.J. Hawk's not a... Uh, in the inner circle, but maybe AJ Hawk's not saying that he's going right. You know, maybe he's again, not saying these things. I know uh, I'm going to lose a lot of listeners when I say this. Do you know how very few times, like stories are made up? There may be mistakes made. You might get information from a bogus source. Nobody is sitting there making up a story. And if I'm going to make up a story, it's not going to be that his darkness retreat was two days earlier. My made-up story is going to be he's decided to go to the Jets. My made-up story is going to be right. he's decided it's to a retire. Great point. Why would my makeup story be? Oh, he's oh, it's the it's inter- the, the, the darkness retreat's already going on. Come Who on, cares? Why would I waste my time? I know. By the way, does anyone think it's that important whether he's in it right now? I mean, it's uh, somewhat it's important, I well, guess. Well, I mean, it's it's important. Relative, it's, it's important, important relative to Carr now being right. Gone. Specifically about the Jets, it's very important when this stupidity starts. Let's start calling it the filth retreat. Okay. Don, dude. He's not wearing a he's not wearing a diaper. How do we know? Drop. How, how because do we know? Depends. If the, if diapers are optionals, who's opting in? Depends. For the diaper? You didn't get that? It depends. Ah, very good. Hey Don, you know what? What? Tiger watch. So Tiger, how did you play today? Well, got off to kind of a slow start. Do you feel like you're back to win at this level? Yeah, I do because I just did it. You just love Tiger. Sniff him. Sniff him dead. Here's Tiger getting ready for the Genesis Open in Los Angeles, California this weekend. Talking about his ankle. 
the recovery is more on my, my ankle, whether I can recover from day to day. The leg is better than it was last year, but it's my ankle. And so being able to have it recover from day to day and, and meanwhile still stress it, but have the recovery and also have the strength development at the same time. Uh, it's been a, a intricate little balance that we've had to dance, but it's gotten so much better in the last couple of months. And I'm excited to go out there and compete and play with these guys. Here's Tiger on playing this weekend. Plan was to play. Uh, whether or not this body would listen to me or not was the main question. And I've been, as I told some of you guys that were down at, at the Hero and Father Son, I can do the Ranger Rick thing. And so I can hit golf balls and do all that stuff. It's matter what I have endurance in my leg. And we've been pushing it pretty good and been able to recover each and every day, which is great. So I'm excited about to be able to compete and play, play here at Riviera where basically it all started. I'm excited. I can't wait. Isn't it amazing, though, all these years later? If I don't know if you've looked up at the TV at all today. I have a lot. Sure. But, like, the the day two days after the Super Bowl, you look up, Tiger playing in a tournament. I've seen his face on the TV the entire day. Because people go drunk over Tiger. I love Woods. Tiger. They Can just you, love him. Mike Greenberg is going to do a, a six-port special if this guy ever wins another tournament. <sighs> I'm right with him. I'm in lockstep. Oh, Who would be more excited, you think? He, he would be. Because he talks he talks in poetic terms about Augusta and Tiger. You you. Well, no, no. What about funny. Wingle? Between Greeny and Wingle. Greeny. Greeny will get gooey about it. But we have audio of Wingle. Really? Yeah. Remember? Ooh. No, I mean, that's a that's different. It's a different level of excitement right there. I don't know if you have that, Anthony, but it was uh, it was borderline troubling. He was probably. Ooh, Tiger just did it close on ten. Mm. Troubling is right. I'm excited for it. I hope Tiger. I hope Tiger plays a bunch this. Uh, do you this summer? Sure, I do. He's not wearing a diaper. What would you do uh, if Tiger was playing an important round the day you decide to get married? <laughs> Let's see what's going on that weekend. PGA Tour schedule. <laughs> hold on, everyone. Hold on one second. This is for Tiger. Okay. Um, I would the the wedding would go on as planned. Okay, okay? Good. there's not there's no now if it was a major which it won't be because we're talking July. There won't be a big deal. It'll be oh yeah, I'm totally good, dude. The RBC Canadian Open. Oh, you throw, throw out the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will watch every. Where is that? It's in Canada. I was. Uh... With Toronto, the, the kids during their skiing lesson last Saturday, mm -hmm. I was sitting next to a guy, a really good guy. Mm -hmm. He said, I love your show. He said, but Don has to stop. With the hating golf? He said, listen, you can hate golf, but to say that people that like golf, he said, hate their families. He said, that's just off base. He goes, Mom. I love golf. He goes, I golf six times a year because I love family. my family. Oh, right. He, <laughs> says, oh, I, he said, I know people that golf 110 rounds a year. Maybe right. Don could make that statement about them. He said, but I love golf. And love my family. And I love my family, and I play four to six times a year just so I can get my fill of it. That's By the way, I'm that's the category I'm in. I'll always be If he's playing four times a year, he's not in that category. I'm talking about the people that are out there every single weekend. They're there because their family's not. So I'm not talking about him. Obviously, he loves his family more than golf. Otherwise, he'd golf more than four times. That almost seems excessive the other way, Peter. I'm sure he can carve out more than four or five times a year. Yeah. But now, he loves his family. But the guy that's there every weekend disappearing on a Sunday at 7 o'clock in the morning, 
coming home smelling like cigars and beer at five, saying, woman, make me spaghetti? What, you hate your family. What kind wow. of round? Now, I have a few what things that... What kind of person is yeah, this? Okay, first of all... <laughs> Ralph Cramden is golfing? First of all, yes. we're, we're, this is a unique group, okay? <laughs> I Don had kids late. Michael had kids late. Very late. I, I'm going to be having kids late. There are, late. there are people your age, Don, whose kids are out of the house. Every, they could go play five well, times a week. But then Don will extrapolate, then you just hate your wife. No, yeah. your wife doesn't want you home all day, every day. Well, she hates, she, listen, it works both ways. Sometimes the woman's happy that he's golfing because he can't stand a sight of him. I'm just saying, I know people that have families, okay. young families. Young they could families. be doing things on the weekend and they're golfing because they hate their family and probably their lives Na as well. By the way, name someone. I want to name. I'm not going to name. Well, I, I'm not naming anybody. That's ridiculous. All right. I mean, and you know what? I'll say the same accusation. thing. I'm going to say here. Ready for this? Go ahead. I would say 50% of the people that work late come into the office early. 50% of them are doing it because they want to better themselves. The other 50 hate their families. Um, and I've, you know that to be true because you know you're picturing in your mind right now, Michael, people. Who never want to go home. Never want to go home. Uh, and they make it seem like it's because they're all business and they're trying to better themselves. But really, we know it's because they despise their family. Okay, but further, let me can I ask you a question. Sure. You're a you're a 50 year old dad. You have two teenage children. Okay, teenage children. Yeah. Which, granted, neither of you are there yet, so that's it's a new experience. It'll be three different. more years for me. Teenage children who want basically nothing to do with you, and certainly on the weekend they both sleep till 11:30. And on Saturday, and every Saturday and Sunday during the summer, you go out and play golf at 7 a.m. and you're home by one. Is that hating your family? It takes six hours? To play and get home? Yeah. Four and a half hour so round. You, you're playing in another state? No, a four and a half hour round. Say it takes you it 30 takes minutes to get- four and a half hours? Yeah. Well, I'm out. If you're playing fast, four and a half hours. I'm good. I mean, it can be- What a waste uh, of a six hours. No, if you're fast, you could get it done in 354, you, something like that, but, but you five On both days? Saturday both, and Sunday? I'm, I'm starting there. Let's start with both days, yeah. And you work five days a week, hate your family. But you're home for lunch and dinner on Saturday and Sunday. And your kids don't like you. And your kids don't even want to hang out with you. Well, that's a problem, isn't it? No, it's now just I'm called not, teenagers. But I'm also telling you that sometimes hating your family may be the right thing. You're doing the right thing. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for ENN on this Tuesday evening. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. Thank you, Michael. 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino. Bite back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.